Let me ask you, are you someone with hair? Well, if you answered yes to that question, do I have the product for you? Visit ModernMammals.com and use code MAYO for 10% off because the goal with Modern Mammals is to try and keep your hair and head natural. Since I've been using it, that's exactly what I've experienced. I very much prefer it. I don't know if I'm ever going to switch back. Probably not, to tell you the truth. And this means that it doesn't distort your pH balance and natural oils like shampoo would. Unlike shampoo, the products don't have a harsh detergent that suds up and dries out your head and hair. It's just lighter than traditional shampoo. And unlike conditioners, it doesn't leave hair limp and frizzy. Like, you don't want that Seinfeld in the shower like Rory McIlroy had it once too, where it's just like a, a mop on your head. You don't want that. And if you use modern mammals, that's not going to happen. It's designed to make your hair feel thicker. And my hair at the moment feels so thick, you can't even pull it out. Plus, the products are easy to rinse out, so there's no leftover residue to weigh hair down. So, Go to ModernMammals.com and use code MAYO for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code MAYO. Don't forget to use my promo code MAYO so they know I sent you. More details in the description. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2022 NFL Draft Preview of sorts. Team needs, what we're looking for. Remember to smash the like button for the episode. You tell me in the comment section who the Jets and Chargers are going to draft in the first round. That's two picks for the Jets as well. Sub to Mayo Media Network, leave a rating and review here to talk about all of this. Guest number one, fan of the Los Angeles Chargers, Jeff Feinberg, and with no picks in the first round, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, new head coach, Mike McDaniels, although I believe he is going by the name Gary and Thorne for the moment, although I know the difference. You guys are the same guy, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't tell anybody. It, it really sort of uh, it messes up the whole mystique of the situation, you know? Jeff, you feeling good about a Chargers team that just is picking from a place of glory at this point where, hey, anyone you take is just going to make you better? Listen, it's draft week. I'm super excited. You get to get a player. I wish I had five first-round picks. I start to do research. I start to like so many players, but 17 seems like a, a good spot, but the pressure is on. There's no more time to lollygag. No, 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 no. Well, to give us the alternative perspective on what is going to happen in the NFL draft, he is furiously writing notes as we speak. His name is Timander Gust. Timander Gust. That is not my name. Good timing on that one. That was good. You're, you're, you're getting good at this. Being in studio. How are you feeling about the Jets' chances? What do they have? Five and ten? Four and ten? Four and ten. Oh, well, I mean, I hope we trade them because we'll just blow them if we make the picks. So this is your new thing now. You're just down-talking the Jets? 
being realistic. They haven't made the playoffs in over 10 years. I mean, look, Jeff's team is loaded, and they can't even come close to making the playoffs. So why would my team that has far less talent have any chance to make the playoffs? <laughs> if a team with, uh, you know, Terrell Owens 2.0, Mike Williams, and Justin Herbert, who apparently is the greatest quarterback since John Elway, if they can't even manage to make the playoffs in a 17-game season, what hope do I have? So what does it matter what picks we <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> The Chargers are far and away the team that Tim Anderson is saying has no chance. Like, of any team with double-digit win totals, with a Super Bowl odd flirting around 20, with a third guy on the MVP tout board, with three defensive players under 30-1 to on Defensive Player of the Year, of any team in that situation, Tim is saying the Chargers will far and away be the worst. It is a great opportunity for the Chargers then. I, I mean, it's think. a pretty reasonable assumption since they underperform every single yeah, year. But you pick them every year. I've picked them in the past. I'm not picking – I've learned my lesson. This team has star players who play half their games, and they have other great players who don't do anything in big moments, and a coach who – I don't think is fit for the job. So oh, I'm sorry that I don't think the Chargers haven't made the playoffs in a couple of years and haven't really been dominant. Anyway, I just don't have any faith in them. This is the same case you made for the Bengals last year, by the way. Yeah, yeah. After picking them every year except for last year. Yeah, fair enough. But, you know, the difference is Joe Burrow's a legit star. And Herbert's not? <laughs> Herbert may be a star, but... Burrow had shown it in college by, you know, winning a national championship and having the greatest statistical <laughs> season a college QB had ever had. As good as Herbert had been in Oregon, he had never been as good as Burrow and hadn't won anything. Well, how come that doesn't apply to Tua? Tua won a national championship <laughs> by walking on the field at halftime, didn't get his team there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm supposed to be very impressed by Tua. You've just, you're putting rocket fuel on my team. Like, you have to understand what you I don't are think your doing. Te- I think your team is the most overrated team in the NFL. But that 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 might be possible. That might be possible. But you would give you'd give you'd give your nuts to have um, a Super Bowl odd like I have, a win total like I have, an MVP potential player like I have, and they probably will disappoint me. But guess what? I'm excited for that feeling of disappointment. Well, I know all too well what a feeling of disappointment is like when you've been given something and then it gets cruelly snatched away from you. Jeff, the Chargers pick at 17. We did the mock draft that's up on Mayo Media Network right now. Myself, Ray Garvin, and Thor Nystrom from NBC. So you can scroll through that. Obviously, a mock draft is not going to be correct, despite what you say, uh, being able to accurately predict 32 of 32 picks in a mock draft and then failing to release them to the public. But either way, 17, what do you hope that the Chargers do? Um, I'll be brief because I'd rather talk about the Jets and Dolphins. And I think the Chargers have a pretty solid roster. At 17, the draft just falls to us. There's no, like, immediate – the most immediate need would be right tackle. Um, Then potentially followed by defensive tackle. That's something they took care of in free agency. The luxury pick would be wide receiver. That's an easy dot to connect. Every team now thinks we need three receivers, the price of receivers – the Chargers are now paying Keenan and Mike Williams. Why not get a guy in um, making nothing? And if he's productive, like if you hit on a first round receiver, you're getting almost like 18, $22 million in production from go. That would be a luxury right tackle. Probably biggest need. If that, if that defensive tackle from Georgia falls, 
Staley lo- would love a big athletic defensive tackle, but I think I'm getting socks or underwear, Pat. Uh, yeah, socks or underwear. Right tackle, defensive tackle. Hey, that's not a bad thing when you're an adult. Getting no. some more new socks, getting some new underwear. When like my yeah, aunt, it's when my a aunt flashy was, new bike. Yeah, when my aunt would come over when I was eight and give me socks, uh, you'd be seeing me be like, "What the fuck?" Because I swear as a child, because you know I'm raised. In, like, if a you give household. a child clothes for a present, like that's not like a sports jersey or a team tent like that a kid asked for. That is the most egregious like aunt, uncle, grandparent move. You can't clothes do not count as presents just because you're. You needed to go to like Carter's for four hours and buy everything. That doesn't mean that's a present. Garyan, we've heard a lot from you. What's the worst gift you've ever received? <laughs> uh, this question. Um, I don't know. Pro- yeah, probably underwear or socks. Honestly, it's not original, but it does suck. Yeah, it's not great. Not great news on that front. All right, so do you have any, like, do you care what the Chargers do, or are you just living in your own world right now of bliss of what your team is doing? Um, No, I, I obviously care what the Chargers are doing. Um, Look, I, I don't really care too much. Like, I'm not losing sleep over the, the fact that, like, I, I guess for now, and Jeff presented this scenario many times, but, you know, for the next, 15 years or however long James Herbert or excuse me, Justin James Herbert. Herbert. Shout out James Herbert. I mean, shout out our Gary's college, our, the- our college uh, classmate, James Herbert. Yeah. Now at CBS sports. I mean, you've seen um, him in the playoffs yeah. so many times. It's, it's hard to, hard to forget his name. Right. But for, for however so long, long Justin Herbert is going to be like fantastic. The dolphins are just going to be constantly reminded. They did not draft Justin Herbert and it's going to be a little annoying. Sure. Um, but yeah, look that I think the chargers are, a fantastic team. I think they're loaded on both sides of the ball. Um, and I'm sure Jeff would agree. Like this is the year they actually have to get it done. Like you only get so much leash with this kind of stuff. And year three of a quarterback contract is starting to get towards the end of that rookie QB contract. So um, yeah, this is, this is a massive year for the chargers, but I don't think I'm, I'm really breaking news there. But do you root for the chargers to fail because the dolphins could have been in this situation? Uh no. No, I wouldn't say so. Um, I, I look. I I definitely wanted Tua. I think it. I think I might feel different if I was like incredibly pro Herbert that draft night. And I I will fully admit I wanted Tua. I, I really thought he was going to be the next big quarterback, and I was sorely mistaken. Um, I've come to grips with that. It's again it's 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 less like i'm mad that the chargers are doing well and more just i don't need people in my mentions or i don't need people reminding me that justin herbert could have been a dolphin just like i don't need people reminding me that the dolphins chose dante culpepper over drew Brees. i'm very fully aware of all the things the dolphins have done wrong specifically with the quarterback position in the last two and a half decades. The entire Tua conversation is different if A, Herbert is not good or just like average like or mediocre. Like, right? Like, everything changed in the Tua conversation and how people perceive him because of how good Herbert and, has and been. S- and in some ways, that's really unfair. If Tua was in last year's class, he wouldn't have been maligned like he was being in the previous one. And you certainly oh, yeah, never... You're, 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 a, you're a victim of circumstance. I mean, look, I think Mac Jones is probably a better quarterback than Tua. Eh. But 
Like Mac Jones gets talked about as like, oh my God, he was the best quarterback of his rookie class. And it's like, yeah, his his advanced statistics were pretty much a mirror of Tua's. So it, you're 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 subject to what draft class you were part of, and sucks for Tua that he happened to be drafted with probably two of the best quarterback prospects we've seen in the last ten years. Tim, would you be as magnanimous as Garyan to be like, look, sometimes stuff doesn't break my way. I'm not going to root against anybody. It doesn't sound like you. I would be less magnanimous than Garyan, but more magnanimous than the way Jeff treats the New York Giants between 2003 and 2018. So I'd be like the happy medium in between. Very different. Because it happened okay. to you. Listen, in some full circle way, I feel like God is giving me my mental midget revenge on the Giants at the moment. Um, but that would be too inside baseball for me to break down. Yeah, they won Super Bowls. You have a team that doesn't make the playoffs. It's it's really I balancing out for them. You keep like holding Herbert not making the playoffs. They Last year, 30th I do. It's worst third down defense. They gave up like the 28th most points. He did all he could. Go watch the last five minutes of that Raider game again, and then come back and insult Justin Herbert, you psycho. <laughs> Strong words. Uh, Gary, we'll get to you here. The Dolphins have no first-round picks, but they've done some stuff in the offseason. Yeah. Um, Tim is stretching right now. He's, he's looking pretty pained over here. He has told me previously, because we were talking about Debo Samuel and how the Jets are most definitely going to trade I, No, no, him, no, that's not what I said. to Tim. That is not and that true. Debo is so much better than Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. Are those your words? I said, if I had to choose between the three of them, I would choose Samuel. I think he's the best of the three. I'd have been happy with either Hill or Adams, too. They're, they're obviously very good players. But the opportunity we have for the Jets, maybe, is to acquire a receiver who's slightly better and maybe pay a little less. So, I don't know. To me, that's progress. Oh, boy. Talking about being magnanimous and kind of, like, admitting our mistakes. I cannot wait like right now in Tim's brain, he's realizing that he's got the perfect storm of a take. If Tyreek Hill is bad this season because of Tua, it combines two of his favorite things, which is a guy who passed on the Jets with <laughs> hating Tua. He cannot wait for the possibility of this happening. It is going to dominate his brain. If let's say Tyreek has like two catches for 18 yards in week one for the Dolphins, he will not shut up about this point, And I guarantee that. What if that just happens in the first half and then Tim takes to Twitter to victory lap and then Hill ends up with three touchdowns and 200 yards? Because that sounds like a more oh, Ty- plausible thing. Tyreek Hill is not an explosive player like that. He could just score a bunch of touchdowns on long plays. Well, so he is when he's happen. got a quarterback who can throw the ball forwards towards the line of scrimmage. Uh, great. You know what? He chose to go to a place where they don't have any quarterback play. Sure. Okay. You know what? Enjoy. I hope the best for you. Go enjoy Miami. Can I, what are the thoughts of Tua... Because last year with, like, most improved, Pat, the market was so saturated. Dak was a huge favorite, and then obviously Burrow was like, whoa, if it's not Dak, it's got to be Burrow, and you probably thought because he's a cowboy, Dak would just get it. Um, But this one seems a lot weirder, and I think, Tua, you could make a case. Like, would he potentially, with a good year, be eligible for an Yeah, but it's not most improved player. It's comeback player of the year. Yeah, what's he coming back from? being bad like but, if he's good it'll be yeah. because mcdaniel did a good job that's it no credit to him no 
Look at me, Daniel. Yeah, did I with think the, we're, no, no. Look what he did with we're the probably in a more likely scenario where, like, if the Dolphins do well enough, where Tua could be considered for comeback player of the year, Mike McDaniel probably just wins coach of the It'll year. It'll be like when the Rams got to the Super Bowl with Goff, and they couldn't wait to offload him afterwards. So. Just made that comparison earlier. <laughs> I hate that we have the same thought process on this. So yeah, my Miami is really good. Everyone will attribute the the left tackle, the new receiver, the head coach, uh, the defense that Flores left over, but Tua won't get the credit. You almost feel like I don't want to say feel bad for him, but it feels like uh, as much as they've improved the situation, they've set it up where like he can't win. Yeah, he, he actually it feels like he cannot win. Like you're absolutely yeah. right. If they're good. None of the credit will go to him, and if they're bad, all of the blame will be put on him. He's a quarterback. I'm sorry, can you take but, a little criticism? It, I mean, yes, you can take the criticism, there? but if he does well, it's it's not anything to do with. Well, him. no, the change will have been the coach. And Garyan even has said this to me off air in the sense that he could be good, and the Dolphins could still look at the market and be like, "No, we can should still upgrade." Like even if he's good, that will potentially not silence. Um, well, yeah, we can get a quarterback who can throw the guy in stride at seven yards and two yards upfield, but there's got to be quarterbacks who can do that and make, you know, those big plays that if you're going to win in the AFC, if you're going to go to the Super Bowl, like what sort of run you have to go on in the playoffs? Better have a and Mike in Williams. In some ways, it's like the Bengals avoided the run uh, or the Titans being the number one seed in a weird way, like – I don't know, but it doesn't feel like that run is possible again to be able to play two playoff games in the AFC without playing a high-end elite quarterback like the yeah. Bengals' path of last year. No, I think like like Tim sort of alluded to, my, my example of this is essentially those Jared Goff Rams. I mean, I think this is a situation where even if Tua leads a team where he wins a playoff game, <laughs> I think we probably reach a point where, again, through really no fault of his own, like – Quarterbacks are blamed for winning wins and losses in the playoffs. So if they lose in the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, you know, that'll be enough. That one game will be enough to be like, well, we gave him the chance. We gave him the team. He can't get there. And the NFL was kind of a little bit behind the NBA in this sort of like player empowerment era, but quarterbacks are just going to be on the move. Like, I think this is a thing where every single season you're going to have guys who could just be looking for a new environment. And a lot of those guys grew up in South Florida. Like, would it be crazy if you start hearing like Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray to the Dolphins, like the next cycle of quarterbacks to come through who are going to be displaced by something they perceive that they don't like about their current team, it's coming. And I say this as generally a fan of Toronto sports teams. The Dolphins are the one team I like that have the advantage of location. You've got the tax breaks in Miami. You've got the weather. I mean, people want to play in Miami. They might not want to play for the Dolphins, but they might overlook that because of <laughs> Miami. Yeah, player um, empowerment in the NFL seems like the Dolphins will be able to benefit more yeah. than any um, team in the league in that respect. But to the other point, Tua wins his, his wildcard weekend game, and then he loses a round two game to a Mahomes or Josh Allen, be like, well, we got to get a new quarterback because... He's not Josh Allen. Like, but I think it'd be it'd be different if it was still the same. Like, inf I guess Greer's still there, the GM. But I think the fact that the infrastructure has already kind of changed with Flores, new coach in. Like, I, I think it's a very easy like that wasn't his quarterback anyway for McDaniel. He's looking for something new, and they'll go try to find their Matt Stafford, whoever they, that they, might be. I, 
the Dolphins, that is not going to be – I'm pretty sure the Chargers play them next year, but if any, if I'm a fan of any team, like, I'll just be looking at that Dolphin game on the schedule. Like, I don't like that matchup. Like, I don't like it. They seem like they – what they've created there has an opportunity to be – like annoying but good for them in the same way that i've said many times i bet san francisco to win the super bowl last year so obviously like a part of me respects that style of play and being able to get lightning in a bottle with it they're like a sports car that's been perfectly assembled except it doesn't have an alternator or whatever the most central part of the engine is like it doesn't have a quarterback who can really play so it is limited in an AFC that is so stacked. Uh, it, it's just too limited, and the talent is just not there. Well, they have two free wins that's, on the again, schedule. Again, that's, that's, that's fair. But, okay, Gary, do you think two is good? No, I don't. Really? You, th- do you, you don't think that there is a scenario where year one, he deals with a hip injury, and he's not at 100%, gets thrown in when he wasn't supposed to play, but plays through it anyway. Year two... No offensive line. They've given him everything now. Would it be the craziest thing in the world that all of a sudden he's just good? No, look, I, I think there's a scenario where Tua plays well this year. But again, I'm, I am I guess I wasn't... Um, when I when I said that he won't get the credit from people, maybe I was thinly veiling that he won't get the credit from me. I, I just think <laughs> that if he does well this season, it's a byproduct of the skill around him. It's a byproduct of the system. Um, yep. Like, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is good. Like, I, I just, I, I think this is a, the way I've been thinking about it is essentially a Mike McDaniel hire or a Mike McDaniel offense. They are training wheels for a quarterback. I mean, they are going to try to prop Tua up this season. And again, it's, you almost feel bad for him because, you know, like you were saying, Pat, it almost is like there's no scenario where he actually is acknowledged for success this season. Even if he does well, it's just because of the system. But I think that to be the case. Now, if he has a great season and make and turns this into a situation where we can even discuss him having won or deserving to be the quarterback in year four, that's incredible. I'd probably be very happy with that result. But again, I just think there's going to be so many opportunities for this team. I think the Dolphins might even look at 2022 secretly the same way they looked at the 2022 draft, saying, hey, let's just kind of push this back to 2023 when we've got our two first round picks and all that draft capital. Anyway, this is just a team now that is perfectly constructed to lure a quarterback who wants out of their current situation. And I think even if two is good, if Kyler Murray comes up to them in the off season is like, I want to play for you guys. I don't think they're going to stop and say, nah, Tua was okay last season. And I, I just think they're going to be presented with one of those situations. You know, it's very important to work with experts. That's why I have the best of the best, mainly, come on this show and give me the advice that I need, because I'm certainly no expert, but that's why you need to check out Titan. As everyday investors, the cards have been stacked against us. We've been given access to this marketplace of stocks, but we're competing against institutional investors with unlimited resources. We're simply told to invest in the S&P 500 and be happy with a conservative average. But when you're wealthy, you have access to teams of experts, different types of portfolios and investment vehicles, and much more. Growing your long-term wealth isn't something you can just DIY, and you shouldn't sit back and shoot for average returns. With Titan, you have a personal 
investment team that researches and invests for you so that you can aim to outperform the market while giving you a courtside seat to become a smarter investor along the way. With Titan, you get access to strategies similar to those in the 1% without having to be ultra wealthy or pay hefty fees. All it takes is 100 bucks to get started. Deposit your money, select which of their portfolios you want to invest in, and that's it. Titan's experts will give you updates about the market and decisions being made with your money, and you can even ask them questions within the app. And now Titan's bringing their knowledge to an expertly managed crypto portfolio. We all know we should get into crypto, but who knows where to start? Instead of trying to guess, let a team who eats, sleeps, and breathes crypto do the research and invest in this fast-growing asset class for you. Titan aims to grow your investments at least 15% annually net of fees, which can mean doubling your wealth every five years. I haven't had the chance to try Titan yet, but I have to say, sounds pretty awesome. So check out Titan if you want to aim to become the smartest, wealthiest investor you've ever been. So head to titan.com slash mayo to get $50 when you invest with Titan. You must go to this URL or you will not get that $50. And they won't know that we sent you. That's $50 when you go to titan.com slash mayo and invest with Titan. This is a paid partnership with Titan. And at the time of this publication, I am not yet invested in Titan Strategies. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well just give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will all be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phone, even devices like your fire stick. When you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Stop sharing with the world everything that you stream, everything that you search for, everything that you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash Mayo and use promotional code Mayo to claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash Mayo. Let's get to the main event here. You got a lot of notes written down. I assume they're all Jets related? No, no, just I know you're going to ask me about the Jets and the players that I want, and I just want to make sure I, I Okay, my... who are the players that you want at number four for the Jets? I want Sauce Gardner most of all. I, I just think he's a marvelous cornerback. He has the potential to be a shutdown corner. And in the NFL, I mean, I'm not convinced as much that Thibodeaux is the shutdown, uh, the pass rusher. Like, I think he's Did good. you even know what position he plays? What did you say again? It, it's what a, did you it's, just pronounce his name as? Oh, an, t- uh, so rad, Thibodeaux? It's a King of the Hill reference, Thibodeaux. You don't uh, need to explain things. I think I have to explain Explaining that one. Explaining things ruins the funny. I don't think anybody got that reference. I, I mean, think people who watch King of the Hill would. You can email him at so rad <laughs> at AOL.com. No, I mean, as much as Thibodeau has potential, he's, to me, not a surefire defensive end 
edge rusher, whatever you want to call him. Gardner is a shutdown corner, and I just think that those are having that position is so valuable and so important that that is who I want most of all. Okay, who do you want at number ten? At that point, I'm hoping that Javante Williams is on the board because that's who I want at receiver. Who cares about this year? Uh, the Jets are not going to be good. The AFC is stacked. Oh, he's not going to play till November? And so what? He's lightning quick. He played great at Alabama. He's a very talented receiver. I think his value, if he were 100% healthy, he'd be the first receiver off the board. There's tremendous value taking him at 10. So if we don't trade number 10 for Samuel, which I kind of think may happen, but if we don't trade number 10 for Samuel, I want Williams or Garrett Wilson. I do not want anything to do with uh, with Drake London. I Why? Don't want, I don't think he's... A, I've, been, Why, yeah. I've been grinding the tape. I grinding tape, have you? <laughs> uh, please please tell us the tape that you've been grinding. I've been watching, watching YouTube highlights. Okay. That's what I have. And I just... He <laughs> you, hasn't, you can find more than that if you he want. He just to. hasn't been as impressive to me. Uh, someone's going to take him, but I just don't think the USC prospect is who we need right now. We've had enough USC guys who haven't panned out. So I'm... Like Keyshawn Johnson? Well, to, to be fair, he was the first overall pick in the draft, so he kind of didn't pan out. Uh, you know, whether it be him or Sanchez or Darnold or uh, what's his name? Uh, the pass rusher, uh, Hamilton. Williams? Yeah, Williams. Like, he didn't, Lennon Williams, he didn't work out that well. So, anyway, and I just think skill set-wise, I think Garrett Wilson and, and, and Javante Williams just bring more to the table. So, I do his not. His name's not Javante. How do you properly pronounce it? Is it like Jameson? Is it what Jameson? Is it? I thought it was Javante. I'm sorry. So, Jameson Williams. <laughs> Great. This is the Becton situation all over <laughs> Great. Anyway, William, oh, you mean they didn't draft Becky? Williams is the Aunt pl- Becky isn't playing for the Jets right now. Williams is the player that look. I am not a draft expert. I don't pretend to be a draft. What you said you were going to go thirty-two for thirty-two and in I the did, mock draft. And I got a, you just hit- said you're grinding tape. Well, I'm watching highlight videos of players that I like. Do they ever include bad highlights? Not usually. And that I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Olive Olave Olave Olave? Olave. Olave. He's like an interesting player as well, but I don't think he's going to go that high. So I think that's Jameson I Williams. Would no, be a great uh, Jav- Javante Williams. I don't know why I wrote. They're, they're going to get him. It starts with a J. I wrote it down wrong. J. A. I, I just think in the sense that if you're the Jets, like if he was healthy, he'd be the clear first receiver off the board. If you're the Jets, you're not thinking about winning the Super Bowl this year. If the guy's healthy mid October, mid November, yes, that's like an echo in here. That's exactly like, what I said. Yeah, not taking the number one receiver. Williams is the number one receiver healthy, and the Jets have nothing to lose, so to take him if he's there. Garion, the Jets spent a second round pick on a receiver two years ago. They sent, spent a second-round pick on a receiver last year, I believe. Which was a home run. And, oh, it's already a home run. I don't and, think and they went out in Elijah free agency back. and spent a bunch of money on Corey Davis. This has all happened within the past 13 months. But now they need to go with the number 10 pick overall and draft another receiver. Is this what I'm hearing? Well, I mean, you only add to the bomb squad, right? <laughs> um, the number one rated to. wide receiving core by you in football the past two years needs more talent. I don't think I ever said number one. You but called him a bomb squad. Well, yeah, I did say what, that. What happened to Mimsy? He's awful. He's just awful. Well, I, I thought he was Michael Thomas 2.0. No, well, it ended up being Elijah Moore. Did Oh, well, he is like Michael Thomas in that they don't, both Wasn't don't play. Wasn't he like play. a Lamborghini they in both, the garage? They, well, he, yes. And it's staying in the garage, apparently. Uh, I don't funny because you, you did just compare a team's receiving core to a, a very polished sports car. Which team was that? I think I referred to Miami as that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know where you're going with this, and that's fine. Uh, so that's my view. There has been some rumors that might they might go offensive line and take Neil, but they have Becky. Well, they have Becton, and they have Elijah. 
who they took last year to be a guard. So we we just invested two high first round picks in offensive line. I don't You're, know if that's where we need to go with it, but I mean, again, it's like eating your vegetables. If they make the pick, that's fine. I won't be upset about it. But your head coach got his job because of his amazing defensive line in San Francisco. I assume that's what he wants. I think he wants the best player on the board. And I think Gardner is so much better than any other defensive back. Better than any other corner. I think Kyle Hamilton's a marvelous defensive back. But the best corner on the board is Gardner. And the guy just has he just has it, if you know what I mean. Like, you watch him, he just jumps off the screen. Had you ever seen him play before you watch a YouTube pilot? A little bit of college football. A little college football. But he just jumps off the screen. And so I think that's the way the he Jets should Notre do. Dame this year, Pat. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he's a he's a great player. And it's who I want. So what do we hope happens as a collective here, minus Tim, of what happens to the Jets? Do we have any fun predictions? Like the crappiest Ooh. players they can get? Oh, Paul has one. Who does Tim not want? Drake London. Drake London? Yeah, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, talking to the microphone. But who do you feel- not want at four? Because Drake London's not going at four. I don't want Thibodeau. You don't. I don't want him. No. Why? I just don't think he's the. I don't think he's the game changer. Why don't you think four. that? I think I have flashbacks of the Jets taking so many potential edge rushers, whether it be Vernon Golson or whether it be uh, Leonard uh, Williams or just the list goes on and on. I mean, D. Uh, Wayne Robinson was more of a defensive tackle than he was an edge rusher, but still, we get these guys on the defensive line and they, they just aren't what I want them to be. And the Jets have a much better history in cultivating good cornerback play. And so that is sort of where I'd like to see them go. And I just, I value a cornerback a ton. Uh, And so I, I, I think the skills translate easier to the NFL. And that's what I want. As expressed on the mock draft show, Jeff, is that with Sala there, he's running a defense that is not necessarily corner agnostic but should be able to operate without the presence of an elite corner. That would lead me towards edge. Wouldn't it lead you that way? Yeah, as I said, I mean, just having a great defensive line is sort of what got Salah to this position. I'm sure how he envisions is envisioned when he got the job was finding a way to recreate that. If and when the, Giant, the Jets do draft Thibodeau, Tim will pretend like we'll do Twitter cartwheels, will be woo like he'll do a complete reversal on this he'll say we got the guy that was mocked first overall nine months ago yeah woo! we got the guy <laughs> first overall in the christmas marker no in the thanksgiving mock that's no. who we got so great value woo! No, do we have do any that. idea like i don't know what sort of like video footage espn's got stored away <laughs> but do we know who has a video of them like pulling a truck with their teeth or something like jack lalane if, yeah. if the jets draft that guy maybe he jumps out of two pools Is there a way that we can parlay Thibodeau at four, London at 10 together? Like, what would that pay? Can can DraftKings Sportsbook open that up for me, Gary, where I can just bet on that? A Tim line? I'll I'll run out the flagpole, see what I can get done. Yeah, well, I always see that, like, other books run, like, the Pat McAfee special. Can we have the Tim Andercuss special? This is the bet. It's, like, 400 to one or something. But you know how much money they would stand to lose, (laughs) considering they know what the Andercurse is? I, I suppose maybe the people in charge of these promos don't know about the Andrews. I'm sure they're not watching the show right now. Possible, possible. Yeah, they I will just say go by dream, true probability, not Andrews probability. Dream scenario, like it's never going to happen. But you asked me like what I would want the Jets to do it for. It's drafting Malik Willis, just so <laughs> just them fully admitting that Zach Wilson is terrible and they're already bailing. They pull a Josh that, Rosen. That would, 
Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I don't want to suck a... up to Tim, but Zach Wilson might be a monster. Oh yeah, just like just like you thought all those years that Sam Darnold was the monster, and every year, oh oh, oh Pat, yeah, but... no, you Pat, you don't see the plays that I see, the progress, that the we plays saw. that I see, the on tape. You can't you can't tell me, Pat, the pro- that Sam Darnold isn't going to be the best quarterback Sam in football. Sam Darnold for for a quarterback. To be in his position. People are now calling you the skinny Sam Darnold. Listen, (laughs) for a guy to be where he is, like, he had ceiling, like, way more ceiling plays than I ever saw, in my opinion, from, I'm not making, like, Trubisky, like, other guys watch it, like, he had ceiling plays, so I got excited about him. The second half from Wilson was so much better than the first half, so. In the same vein, Zach Wilson has some ceiling plays on tape that make me think he could be the throw amazing. he made I've been fooled before in the Titans game before. you just can't you can't it's very few people can also make that throw but how come he can't make the throws to the guy standing two feet in front of him he got better as the year went on he stopped turning the ball over mm-hmm. uh he's very good there's lots to be hopeful for you need to get him more like, receivers though you have to get him more help because he can't do it himself yes right? he does he cannot do it himself in the same way, like I would make this reference maybe when I bet an outright golfer who I shouldn't be betting on because I believe in them, like Zach Wilson might suck and flame out, but I've seen enough to think that there's a real ceiling. Now he has to stay healthy because I'd hate for Tim have an injury-prone young quarterback. That would lead to no. no that's that's great. That's great news for Tim because then he yeah, Mike White going into next year. How great he is! Oh, and we also have Mike White as a backup, who's a legit probably oh, best backup. What, what, yeah, what, what happened in Rivers? Yeah, right? what, what happened Breeze to the first round pick that they were going to get for Mike White in I, the offseason? They didn't get it. Instead, they kept him, and he's the best. And backup. resigned Flacco, <laughs> and he's the best backup in football. The best backup in football. What Mike White can do, I don't know how many other backups can do it. Bills fan Paul, you wanted to chime in. Jeff, can you just remind the people who your second favorite team is? My 32nd favorite team <laughs> because the Chargers rank 1 through 31. But I do have a soft spot for the Jets. <laughs> Just going back to like their great Monday night football wins versus the Dolphins when I was in my formidable years. Oh, I hated that game. There's <laughs> lots of them. Which one? Bad game. Well, who won the two touchdown Ted Ginn game? The Dolphins won that game. That was a good game. That was in 2009. Nine, Thanksgiving night. See, there we go, Gary. And happy memories of the Dolphins. Was doing a better something game, well. that one, yeah. Number one. I don't have a second favorite Ted Ginn, Don't worry. Well, I think that the number one outcome that we have in this draft is that the Jets package four and ten together and trade for Tua. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Wouldn't that be fun? I, I would, how would that work if Tua was just on the Jets as their quarterback? Would that be the ultimate dream scenario for this show? Or would it be Tua going to the Chargers for some reason? Yeah, to be the backup. No, I was going to say, I think Tua is a better backup than Mike White, so that would probably crash some dreams. But he's the best backup of all time. Mike White's a really good backup. The guy's a star. His jersey is in the Hall of Fame from his performance. Sounds pretty good. When he beat the Bengals, who went to the Super Bowl. What are, you, what, what are you trying to imply with that, with that weird Just so that- did Joe Hurt. So did Joe Hurt. So did Justin Herbert. Crush the Bengals on the road, yeah. and he's a loser who can't make the playoffs. I never said he was a loser. I just said he can't hasn't made the playoffs yet. Which I don't know. Am I wrong about that? Did, did, did I mean, I, I keep telling you to speak into no. the microphone. You don't do that. I am speaking. To the You're not speaking. Look, look where I am. Sitting. I can't hunch over you here can, like that. Yeah, you can. Bad for your posture. You don't have good. Posture. <clears throat> I have fantastic. You posture. don't have good. Posture. I've won awards for my posture. Really. 
least okay. least cussed posture. Okay, that's that, the most. That's, that's the a lie. biggest lie. Yeah, that's a lie. That that's a lie. I was just trying to win the argument. That's a lie. Is that how you win arguments by just outright <laughs> lying? <laughs> what other awards have you won, sir? Please regale no, us with no, these I don't tales. Want, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> All right. Any bold predictions for this draft of anything happening beforehand? Not necessarily pertaining to your guys' teams. So not releasing this till Wednesday. So I'm curious. Uh, it's going to get, we're going to have one or two crazy things. Uh, and maybe even in the draft day rumors of it. I don't see why the craziness of the off season will stop on the historically one of the more crazier nights of this NFL off season. My crazy prediction is will actually be quite a dour and uninteresting night because the draft board is the least exciting of the last few years that it, it actually will be pretty much to form and it won't be that exciting. Uh, Gary, yeah, but once a quarterback goes unexpected, it just pops everything. Like we'll Detroit goes will. Like there's so many angles where it could just Steelers trade up for a quarterback. You're right. But, it could yeah, happen. Tim, like it's only interesting based on quarterbacks, really. Usually, or like highly touted running backs and receivers. And, and the fantasy aspect, the fantasy angle will be going nuts with with you know how the receivers oh, fit. And then I'm sure, like as you your great show with Radcliffe, Pat, like. It's fun. like the running backs, you know, they're a day three, a day two, day three conversation. But, you know, all the guys, a nobody instantly becomes a guy you can't wait to potentially own in, in fantasy. So. Pa- Paul, are you excited that the Bills might go running back or do you want them to do something else? Ah, uh, they're smart. They'll do what's best. I feel pretty good about that. I, I mean, see, we that's could... the sort of answer that you should have, Tim. That way you don't bake yourself into a corner when they draft the guy that you don't want. Well, but you asked me to give my unvarnished and true opinion. So I, I also asked you to talk also... into the microphone and you don't do that. Yeah, I do. It's not fair because, you know, Buffalo picks at a place where the board just has to fall to them. Well, that's it, If right? the Chargers picked four and ten, I would have, like, definitive opinions on who I wanted. The Chargers pick 17, I'm even like, it's not a quarterback draft. They pick 17. I hope for Penning or Davis, but the board's just got to fall like to them somehow. Okay, Gary, and I'm going to leave you with this because I know you have to go. What would you constitute eating out at a restaurant? Takeout, eating out, regardless. Would you say that if you go to the grocery store and get some chicken tenders or chicken wings or whatever, would you call that eating out? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I guess in the way that like eating out technically means you are not eating at your residence. Um, but you bring it home. That's true. Um, like would that no, be, would that, that, so that, so no, that would not be takeout in your estimation. No, that's not takeout. No, I'm, I, no, 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 I'm, I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I win. I'm not talking about going and no. buying chicken tenders and making them at home. I'm talking about going to the hot plate, getting them in a box like we used to do at fantasy. Okay. No, yeah, I, mean, I think look, there's a I, definitive... You know, you know what? Any, if you are not physically making food out of your refrigerator, if you have gone somewhere to buy it, I guess it doesn't matter where you've bought it, it would be takeout. There we go. I disagree. I got it at a grocery store. That's not eating out. That's me purchasing food at a grocery store Hold and on. eating it at home. You, you, have changed, you have changed your stance now from, from that to if I eat it at the grocery store, it's not takeout. But if I eat it in my car, it is. Your words. Yeah, if I eat it... If I take it home and eat it, it's not takeout. If I eat it at the grocery store, it is takeout. It's all takeout! 
<laughs> I have a demarcation mark on this on this one. Okay. If you go to the grocery store and you buy groceries while also getting some hot table, mm. not take it. I made that exact point. I made that exact point. That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. Thank you, Jeff. I made that exact point. If you walk into the grocery store and it's a one-stop hot table purchase, Uh, that is that I would agree with. What about like an IKEA's or like a? um, Yeah, that's takeout. No, no, that's that. Yeah, you go get a hot dog at IKEA. No, really. Like Jeff said, and I agree with him. If you go to the grocery store and you only get chicken wings, you know what? That's eating out. It's, but how does it but change anything? But if you anything? go to the grocery store and how, you buy your milk. That's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I feel 100%, the, same, 100% the same way. That doesn't make any sense. You're buying the same product. No, no, that is a pure level of insanity. No. Not I'm not here way. to make sense. And I. What are you doing? It's going to have to I'm blur it. I'm an idiot. Oh. Wow. We're going to have to. We're going to have to bleep that out. Really? No, you have to cut it more than bleep it. No, you throw up the bars and then people wonder what he said. Yeah, this is just going to reflect poorly on Jeff, I think. Anyway, thank you for backing up my point, Jeff, that if you go to the grocery store and you so, buy groceries, so if you, but you also get some chicken tenders to take home, that's not eating out. Thank you. That's That, that was my position as well. So the it position is, is I, I can go order something that is fast food and takeout. But if I also purchase something else, it's no longer that. It's thing. about the intent. Yeah. No, it's if not about the intent. It it's about a... the fucking food. It's this is you... what crazy people say. It's about the to intent. say that they're not eating out. If you... this is how people who eat out too much justify <laughs> eating out. First, too yeah. much. That's very judgmental. Second, no one is. I don't Tim, think Pat's Tim, wrong. Tim, I don't Tim, think Pat's were, wrong. I don't think Pat's you... wrong. Tim, I disagree. Tim, if you were to go to Costco, where literally they're like hot food counter. They don't even try to disguise it. It's literally just a restaurant at the end of the grocery store. Like, if you bought all of this stuff from Costco and then you picked up a slice of pizza on the way out, that's not eating out? No. So if you went to Walmart and bought things but stopped at McDonald's and Walmart, is that no longer taking out? That's a separate Why is that a separate thing? It's the same fucking thing. Because it's not Walmart. It's McDonald's. If I go to the grocery store, buy a bag of chips, like amongst all my purchases, crack the bag of chips, am I eating out? No, of course not. Like, I agree with you, Pat. Like, I agree. And I agree it's all about intent. that I am not well. But the intent like, is I, that I you agree. want to eat fast no, food, no, no. so it, you did. No, yeah. And now it, you've bought other stuff with it, so you don't feel bad no. about yourself. Well, if yeah, you, yeah, fat people, we justify eating this shit yeah, all but this the is time. a justification. Oh. What is it, then? If you're going to the grocery store to buy groceries, and you also pick up a pack of chicken tenders and eat them when you get home. You went to the grocery store to purchase groceries. You didn't go there to buy a hot lunch. So the hot counter purchase is not eating out. If you just went there on your lunch break just to buy chicken tenders and then went home with it, then that's eating out. I will give you this. Although this also is a contradiction like Jeff said. If you buy something that isn't deep fried, I could figure that out. So a sandwich. If I went and got yeah. a chicken salad sandwich at Sobeys yes. on my way out. I, I would say that is no longer eating out. That's something you've now bought. Because I was going to say, you, like, because you can keep that in your pot. Good point. Because you can't deep fry shit at I feel differently about it if you're picking up a salad at, like, the, at the deli. Like, yeah, I, so I would. There is a perception that this is just, like, because it's an unhealthy thing. So that's your uh, your hang-up, is that if it's an unhealthy thing that you pick up at the grocery Yeah, but it's store. something that you can't make it. So you, the sandwich. Oh, I can make a salad at home. Sure, you can make the salad at home, but you can put that salad in the fridge for four days and still be the same salad. You can't make anything deep fried at home. You have to go out to get it. Well, you can. Can you? I can't, no. So? But I still don't... (laughs) 
you know, I, I think there are people who would still be very upset with your position. Who would, would think that you're being too permissive? Very upset. Uh, you know, well, yeah. be this became a very contested argument that a group of us had, and they would say that you're selling out. That I'm no, selling out. Yeah, that I'm a, buying, I'm a sellout. That buying a chicken salad sandwich at the grocery store and taking it home is eating out. I mean, I wouldn't do it anyway, so I'm never going to be doing. Well, these grocery st- uh, stores actually have some of the best food you will buy. They, I mean, to potentially, I mean, that's not even really true. If you really like want to get a great cut of meat, you don't go to the fucking grocery store. Yeah, you go to the butcher. Damn. Can I just ask, like, why you care? Like, I'm curious, where where are you coming at this from? Like, well, I bet people like to judge. You like to judge. You're the same person who calls people plebs for not using the right spoon to eat fucking caviar. People judge and they say, oh, you go out to eat too often. And I was like, well, I don't think that's true. Yeah. Th- and then there's a whole debate as to what constitutes eating out. This is eating out. This is you trying to get at, this is you making a weird argument. In that argument. debate, you ate out. In <laughs> no. that, like, context of it, that's that's an eating yeah, out. Yeah, so because if you're I'm... just trying to make yourself feel better about eating yeah, shitty. exactly. Like, why are we even doing this? You're definitely just eating shitty. No. <laughs> it doesn't I... matter what we call it. So then it ha- it's only bad food that counts in this argument. Now, as I said, I think there are people who would say... But that's why you food. care. You care because it's bad food. You don't care because it's a salad. So that the, the root of this argument is that you're just trying to put a fun, you're basically trying to rebrand your own healthy, your own unhealthy eating. Just like when you got the Mc, uh, McCaesar and said it was a healthy snack. Well, I, well, I got the grilled yeah. one. Yeah, because you got, because it was grilled. Like when you, just like when you drive home from Pat's place after another depressing Jets loss and you feel like you've earned that McDonald's, pal. That has happened. Is that a healthy I McDonald's know. though? Because it makes you feel better? No, no, no. Those are unhealthy ones. That's... <laughs> The give me the double cheeseburger with an extra slice of cheese, extra McChicken sauce, and uh, hold the ketchup. All right. That will do it on the Draft Preview Show and Health Food Advice with Tim, who doesn't really know whether it's eating out, eating in, but hey, maybe we've settled this argument. I want to hear from you down in the comment section on Twitter. I want to thank Gary and Jeff. We just recorded the Custies, and Jeff tried to give away some of the results because he's very I mean, I'll edit that part out too then. But we It's rec- all my fault. It's all my fault, and I'm really sorry. Well, sometimes that's that's what happened. Thanks, you guys, for being on. It's been a while since Garyan's been on the show. It's been a while. Cheers to Garyan. Very, very happy to be back. I'll always come back for the custies. We might need to hit you with a cuss corner here, because I got topics. for. I've been writing them down for six months of weird stuff that you've said. Mainly hella skiing, but either way, that's beside the point. Hella skiing. Ridiculous. It's, it's easy. It's easy jump. stuff if you've never just, skied just before. Just jump. Just a jump. Yeah, just, just like falling from space. <laughs> just jump. Big For, proponent of gravity doing a lot of your work, eh? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to spoil too much of the Custies, but he did cite Isaac Newton during that show about why he can do certain things as it pertains to, I believe, surfing. Yeah, it's all gravity. <laughs> I bet you I could spur a lunk, too. I always thought I'd be good at that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's just jumping down and repelling the wire into a cave. You don't have a wire. Well, you would get one to repel. No. You can put on a parachute, pal. Well, real spelunking. I'm not going to do that. How would you get to the top of the cave? Think you could rock climb too? Uh, I don't... I mean, I always thought I could free climb, but then I found out what that was. I realized I couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Gondola. For Tim, for Gary, and for Jeff. I'm Pat Mayo. Smash the like and hit whatever the fuck I said during the comment section to help us rig the algorithm. It's been a long day for us. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. I'll see you next time. Have your experience.
Science!